0: What's up everybody? This is Tanner from TMN uh, So as I record this, it's a little past midnight, which makes it August 19th, 2023. And that's kind of a significant date uh, for one of my baseball cards. Well, it's you know, baseball card-ish, I guess. Uh, and I want to talk about just kind of uh, fun little cards that we can uh you know date back to certain you know times or whatever. And this is a biggie. This is like one of my biggest cards I have it's it's actually and I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before um I like to bring it up every every anniversary basically of it but um I'll get into it so basically um a few years back I ran into some uh some supplements they're larger sized items from sporting news and they were called they're classified uh as m 101-2s um <coughs> excuse me getting uh getting over sickness here uh and they were put out uh in 1909 to 1913 and i think they were skip week uh uh, issues so if i remember correctly um i think they would issue each supplement uh in one issue of the sporting news every other week uh some of them i really love some of them i don't really love a whole lot uh others um because some of them look just like newspapers to me the others they just got this beautiful kind of you know haunting background and oh gosh i just i'm in love with some of these pieces from the m101-2 series and uh like i said 1909 to 1913 i believe it is um i've got uh so this kind of fun just a little side story uh about three years ago or so i saw I was alerted to what they were and just immediately fell in love. And the near set w- went for sale uh, at uh, uh, at one of the auction houses. And so it was really kind of, a, kind of a neat deal. And I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And I remember I was like, okay, I'm going to go to, I'm going to bid up to X amount and then I was winning for quite a while until the end, and you know that's what that's what happens, right? Like <laughs> it doesn't stick, you know, it doesn't stick at all on, on the end, and so then it pushes it uh, a little too far from my uh, comfort, and I go, well, you know, try and justify it. I could add just a little more. I could do a little more, and then at some point I go, that's it. I'm out, and this is crazy. I can't I can't go this high on these pieces. I don't really know a whole lot about them other than i'm in love with them now and i was like legit like heartbroken as much as you could be heartbroken about losing on a, a set of cards uh, and uh but they're so nice and so particularly there were three that i really liked uh there's one that was walter johnson that was uh um he was on the mound and in these these photographs on these pieces they are I don't know. It's they're they're very they capture the players in a way that the cards back then just couldn't, if that makes sense. I mean, just really just oh man. I mean, they're just they're just beautiful. They give me goosebumps. Anyway, so uh, Walter Johnson is on the mound and he's talking to his catcher, um, and uh, you know it's just a beautiful shot. And uh, and then there's another one that's. Uh, you know, my second favorite—that's my third favorite. My second favorite is uh, is a shot from the 1909 World Series, and I think this issue was released in March, and it is of Ty Cobb shaking hands with Honest Wagner. Um, it's a very famous shot, and it's probably the biggest format version of that that was released, I think. Um, and it is just—it's kind of perfect. <laughs> kind of perfect and I was I was actually uh and then the number one piece I love is is the shoeless Joe Jackson those are the three pieces I really and there's all kinds I mean there's all kinds of beautiful cards in that set but those were the three that I was really bummed about missing out on and then so I you know walk away from it and you know really kind of bummed and pouting and everything a week later um somebody on eBay ends up listing them for sale so I was able to get the three that I really wanted um and uh, you know so I didn't have to pay nearly as much obviously because I was only going for the three um, as opposed to the whole set and I got just what I wanted and uh, my goodness I mean they probably since then they've probably gone up five times yeah I think I think it's like right at 5x or something maybe 6x Uh, But I mean, just really, they did really, really well. And the Wagner Cobb they have is actually, interestingly enough, the first graded ever at PSA. So um, it's kind of a a long roundabout way of me talking about uh, what I wanted to talk about uh, today, why August 19th is such a significant deal. So first of all, you know, like I said, um, you know, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but the Sporting News pieces, they have their dates on them of when they were released and when they're when they're issued. Uh, which is really kind of cool. I think the uh the Honest Wagner Ty Cobb was like uh released uh months after the nineteen oh nine World Series, like I think it was in March, if I remember correctly. So March nineteen ten. Um and so they're probably doing that just as a refresher, uh, as the baseball season was starting to get ramped up or was starting. Um uh, in a month, month or so later, I I guess, or maybe a couple weeks or something, they probably wanted to give an iconic, uh, view of what the 1909, uh, season held. Uh, and so, uh, the Sheila show Jackson is actually, um, I think that's in March of 1911. So, you know, that predates, I mean, gosh, that even predates the, uh, um, Jack and everything so um you know it's just really kind of uh really neat pieces and um so not too long after i i fell in love with these mo m101-2s uh i didn't even think about it i just i didn't think that there would be such thing there's something called an m101-1 um and i go okay wow okay so i start looking into these and these are way rarer uh like significantly rare. And they were issued approximately 10 years prior. Um, and so I found a, uh, and the reason I think I found out about these is because somebody posted a, a Napoleon Lajewe, um, which I believe would be considered his rookie and my jaw dropped. I go, Oh my gosh. Uh, I didn't even know this thing existed. And by the way, 1899 is really like smack dab in the middle of. A dead spot um, of, of baseball cards. Um, there's not a whole lot. Like, you you know, in, uh, in uh, the 1880s, you had Old Judge and Gypsy Queen, and there were you know, a handful of others. Um, in 1909, 1910, 1911, you had the T205s, or 6s, the 7s, um, the, the triple folders. So you had just so many of them. And uh, if I remember correctly, I think it's because there was a, um, oh, I think there's some sort of alliance that happened. I'll have, to, I'll have to look this up again. But anyways, there was an alliance that happened back at uh, like 1890-ish or so, 1889, 1890, uh, where all of the cigarette companies were like, uh, hey, let's, let's go at this together so we don't have to keep advertising and putting out cards or anything. So there's no real need... And they formed, I think, the ATC, a uh, ATC, the American Tobacco Company. I think that's right. Um, and uh, for a while, they didn't have to produce any more cards because there's no reason to. They, they they weren't trying to get other people to, uh, you know, to uh, get their other cigarettes or whatever. So um, that's that's my understanding. That's my very foggy recollection of it. And I think the the government broke up the ATC back in in 1909 or something which is why we have an explosion of cards again (laughs) so so anyways you have like uh goodness like a couple decades of just like deadness as far as cardboard goodness goes and uh so the M101-1 which also by the way I think is an issue that is one of the first uh uh if not the first that actually offers a biography on the back of the card um and these are large formats these are i think eight and three quarters by 10 or 11 or something so they're large you know they're larger than the m101-2s um but uh, they're they're beautiful beautiful pieces and uh you know like the m 101 twos they were offered in sporting news uh issues and i don't know if they're skip weeks or if there's just like one a week or what Uh, but anyway, they're way rarer, um, and they're issued, uh, in 1899 and 1900. So, um, like I said, the Laggioie just made my jaw drop. I didn't even realize that, you know, that even existed. Um, and then, so a little while longer, somebody posted something that just made my heart skip a beat and I had no clue you guys like I had no clue this existed. Somebody posted in 1899, Sporting News M101-1, Honest Wagner. And I believe his name is John Wagner on the front. And I think he's for Louisville or something uh, at, that, at that point. But um, I go, oh my goodness. I had no clue there was a 19th century Honest Wagner. Like we all know of the T206 Wagner, it's the most famous card ever most valuable card ever right well this predates the honest wagner t206 by 10 years and at least and it's way way rarer um and so i reached out to the guy and i was just you know i was like look i don't have any business you know buying this this is in 2020 i think or so um maybe 21 but you know, I said, I don't, I don't, think I really have any business buying this thing. Um, <laughs> but his an honest Wagner rookie. Uh, I mean, I got to reach out and just check and see how things like what's going on. So apparently somebody was considering buying it. And, uh, and I said, well, you know, I would, I would like to talk to you a little bit about it. And, and the owner was like a really nice guy. Like we're, we're actually Facebook friends now. And we uh, talk ever so often. Um, uh when when Phoenix passed away, um he even reached out and you know offered his condolences. So, you know, real nice guy, just a solid stand-up person. Um and so anyways, uh about a week uh on and off we were talking and everything, we ended up making a deal. And I ended up getting this thing. And it's I it's been years, you guys. Like, I'm still shocked. Like <laughs> I'm just shocked right now because uh this thing belongs in a museum like it, it has no business being in my collection <laughs> but uh it's it's such a it's such a cool piece it's I was very lucky like right place right time he posted it on Facebook just as he was showing I think in like someone's comments or something and uh you know had I not said anything or had that other person reached out I wouldn't have gotten it you know and had I not scrolled at that right time I wouldn't have seen it because you know i he's fairly private he doesn't really post a lot of his things and if he doesn't post it then who's going to post it you know so uh which by the way i I looked at cardtarget.com um which used to be good for valuing or seeing the sales history of vintage cards and stuff uh i don't think it really works too well anymore but there's like seven examples uh that have been sold based on cardtarget.com of this Honest Wagner. Uh, And uh, I think all but three others, uh, I think there's only three others out there that are complete that don't have like significant chunks of it taken out. Like it's a very, very, very rare piece. Um, And there's actually a sister set call from the National Copper Plate uh, Company, I think is what it was, which was put out like, (coughs) excuse me, months prior or something, like 1898, 1899. Um, and now the only difference is, I think, is that there's no advertisement or anything. Now, the sporting news uh, is probably more desirable uh, just because it's from a legendary uh, company uh, that's really kind of a pillar in, in baseball. But not only that, um, and the branding on, on it itself, and also uh, I think the copper plates have like the... Uh, holes punched in it on the left or something uh not all of them i think i think most i think many of them do but there's not really a whole lot of them out there as it is um but uh the other thing that makes this really neat is at the top it tells you when the piece was issued and guess what surprise my honest wagner rookie says august 19th 1899 it's turns 124 years old today and my goodness you guys like i'm trying to think of like i i i really kind of get lost in thinking and daydreaming of what life was like back then you know how excited somebody would uh uh would be to come across like a large format baseball card like this or uh or supplement i guess you could call it or um you know like i don't think cars were driving around at that point i mean I don't know about electricity. I mean, like, just a different world. Like, I've seen uh, short video clips from maybe 10, 15 years after that, just, like, people walking the streets. Everybody's in suits and ties and, and dresses, and even the kids are in little suits. I mean, it's just, like, a just a different world. And so the neat thing is um, yeah, I would definitely – call this Honest Wagner a victim of its own scarcity because everybody knows about the t Six Wagner. Hardly anybody knows about this uh, M101-1. It's just such a hard... <laughs> I think people are probably sick of me uh, talking about it because I do bring it up every now and then. <laughs> um, but uh, But it's not a card that was issued in a pack that could have been pulled at any point over the course of a year or two. It was issued one day and one day only. And uh, I think also that, you know, baseball cards are uh, typically more durable. Um, So not just durable, but, you know, sturdier um, and easier to keep. Uh, There's a, uh, uh, you know, it's just a lot easier to keep a collection of small tobacco cards instead of a large format piece like this. And so, you know that's that's impressive in and of itself that actually uh existed this long so the fact that it was issued for one day that you know it was issued that one day and by the way the people that were pulling these from the newspapers back then probably never even heard of john wagner because it was, it's his rookie you know they don't know who this little rookie guy is they didn't realize he was gonna you know really kind of make a huge name for himself in the in the game uh and you know at one point he was considered the best player on the planet um and uh you know i think that's uh that's kind of why i like the 1909 m 101-2 uh honest wagner ty cobb is because it just it almost looks like it's almost like a passing of the torch where you know wagner's like okay i'm going to whoop you up in this world series but then after that it's all yours kind of thing <laughs> and uh you know, I have to check his stats i don't know how well honest wagner did in the following years after that but I do know that uh Ty Cobb uh you know was really um young and just get going and and really even up until like I think the 1960s if I remember correctly um a lot of people uh uh and this is past Ruth uh, past Ruth obviously but um I think a lot of people out there still considered Cobb to be the greatest of all time um and one of my favorite anecdotes about Ty Cobb is he, he was getting upset about how Babe Ruth was getting all the fanfare because of these home runs. And Cobb's like, ugh, anybody can hit a home run. I could do that. I'm going I'm going to go out there and show him. And he ends up hitting three home runs uh, that day. And then the next day, apparently he hits two, uh, two other home runs. And then he goes, you see, I can do it. And I'm going back to the way I normally play. <laughs> so, I love that story um it's it's great but anyway so yeah the honest wagner though it's uh it's obviously a very special piece um i'm uh, very happy to have it and i think it's just uh, maybe one of the hobby's best kept secrets um and uh, speaking of which i don't want to i don't want this to go too long um but uh oh and by the way yeah i want to talk about the uh because interestingly enough a lajuway just sold Uh, on ebay and uh, i'm going to pull it up right now actually okay so i'm pulling up the lageway right now and uh and yeah so it sold recently for 2400 dollars on ebay and uh you know i think it actually probably would have had a lot more juice in it if it uh reached more fanfare through the auction houses or something but um anyways it looks like that the card or the supplement has been folded in half pretty heavily twice um and it still presents very nicely it's just it's got you know two huge uh creases which what do you expect you know right for something like this that's just how it goes but yeah it it looks like it's going to make the owner of the i think it's going to make the owner of this very happy um especially because it's a very 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 uh rare piece and just just beautiful But anyways, yeah. So twenty four hundred dollars, and you know, it's got these huge wrinkles and stuff. And and I would venture to guess that the majority of people listening to this podcast right now don't even know who Napoleon Lajoie is. Um, And uh, you know, he's guys, look him up. Look look up Nap Lajoie, and read about him. And there's and especially the batting race that he had between uh, he and Ty Cobb. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's must, must see TV. Like you guys will, will be very, very intrigued. I think if you love baseball, you'll love his story. In fact, fun fact, uh, the Cleveland Indians, I guess they're called the guardians now. Um, they, uh, uh, they actually changed the name to the Cleveland Naps because of Nap Lajue. So anyways, um, yeah, so I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and stop here. I'll, I want to talk about the, uh, uh, the other really kind of cool, uh, piece that's been dated as well, but, um, I'm running out of time here and I, I think we'll just stop there, but yeah, so, so that's kind of my one, uh, I've got, mm, yeah, I think I've got two or three vintage pieces. I'm like, yeah, I, I think I got something special here that could be, that could belong in a, in a museum and, and very thankful for them. There's a lot of guys out there like that. When you look on Facebook, they've got, insane stuff like insane like <laughs> we had the you know the national was uh uh was uh in town in chicago or wherever it was like this past month i think and there guys are like hey you see at the national and they've got like six or seven fifty two tops mantles and you know a handful of 33 Gouty ruths and i mean just insane stuff like you know <laughs> i mean that's just that's nutty to me they're, they're like hey take a look at these two pictures of cards i have and it's like a couple million dollars worth of cards like i <laughs> couldn't imagine cannot imagine um but you know i've got some i got some really neat cards and i'm very thankful for what i have but uh and i wouldn't compare myself to anybody anyways but uh, but yeah definitely uh Definitely, it keeps you humble whenever you see uh, what these other guys are posting out there. <laughs> so, anyways, and, you know, here I am. I mean, I've got, a uh... yeah, I have some of these really neat cards. But, but man, I've also got this box of 89 Tops and 91 donors that I love as well. Um, so, yeah, cardboard uh, definitely runs through my veins, whether it's 19th century or, you know, uh, 80s junk wax. I mean, it's just, uh, (laughs) I love it all. (laughs) I really just love it all. (laughs) So anyways, thank you as all, as always for, for listening. And, uh, I will, uh, um, I guess till next time we'll see you later.